0: The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. I don't think we would ever tell people to put a lid on their passion, but You can be passionate and yet postpone decisions that are hard to reverse.
1: Welcome to Tuesday, everyone, and a new episode of The Next Big Idea Daily. I'm your host, Michael Kovnat, and I want you to think about some of the big decisions you've had to make in your life. Whether or where to go to college, who to date, what career to pursue, where you should live, should you buy or rent, should you get married, should you have kids, every life is different, but chances are you're going to have to face some of these at some point. These are the biggies. These are questions about money and love. This week, I'm talking to Myra Strober and Abby Davison, who wrote the book on money and love. It's actually called Money and Love, but the subtitle is An Intelligent Roadmap for Life's Biggest Decisions. And that's what they're offering us this week, a decision-making roadmap. But their first big piece of advice before you even start making that life-altering decision is to slow down.
2: Money and love decisions shouldn't be made in haste. Humans don't like uncertainty, and so we often just want to get a decision over with. But rushing can lead to regret. Sometimes big emotions like anger, fear, or guilt can make us rush into decisions. Take Lisa, who lived in Florida where she had worked for the same company for three years and had a girlfriend she lived with and had been dating for about the same amount of time. Lisa had recently gotten a new boss, and unfortunately, things weren't going well. Because she felt like she was on rocky ground at work, she responded to a cold email from a recruiter and began interviewing with a new company in Chicago. One day, She received a negative performance review from her boss, and a few hours later, she got a job offer from the other company. Angry about the negative review, her first one ever, Lisa called her boss back and gave notice that same day. She thought her girlfriend would be supportive, especially since the new job came with a big raise, but later that day when she told her, her girlfriend was shocked. It was true that the extra money would be helpful, but this would involve uprooting their lives, and they had only been to Chicago once on vacation. Instead of being excited, Lisa felt sheepish and wished she'd handled things differently. Major decisions rarely need to be made in an instant. By taking our time, we increase the likelihood of making sure we've thought through all the angles needed to move forward with confidence.
1: Do some people have a hard time absorbing this? Because, you know, as you say, especially in love decisions, there is this sense that there's such a thing as love at first sight, and we need to go with our gut. And this is sort of about passion and instinct. And if you tell me to slow down, you're just asking me to overly rationalize what should be a decision based on romance and passion.
0: I don't think we would ever tell people to uh, put a lid on their passion. But you can be passionate and yet postpone decisions that are hard to reverse. So have a lot of passion and wait to uh, make the decisions until you're a little more settled. And same thing with career decisions. Something happens at work or something happens at home and you think, oh, I should quit this job. And so uh, then you might go ahead and quit the job. Uh, without considering all the reasons why perhaps you should have a new job in place before you quit this job or that you need to talk to your partner about quitting the job. You know, I I had an acquaintance who quit a job very abruptly. Um, Her husband was earning enough income so that she wasn't worried about that. But she failed to consider that he saw her working as a kind of backstop for him. Mm -hmm. And he was appalled when he came (laughs) home and she told him that, guess what? I quit my job today. And we advocate that you not do that kind of thing, that you not make the decision in haste. And secondly, that you confer and communicate with the people who are likely to be affected by your decision.
1: Is the opposite a problem that you could spend too long thinking about it and trying to consider every angle and never make a decision?
2: Yes, absolutely. And we actually have a a quiz on our website that's kind of fun, um, moneylovebook.com, that gives people a sense of what type of decision maker they are. And there's definitely an analyzer type that likes to look at every decision from all the possible angles. These are the people who love spreadsheets and are often very deep in the research. And there is such a thing as analysis paralysis. And so we believe that just like um, jumping into a decision too quickly is likely to lead to regret, so is not acting. Because that in and of itself, is actually a decision. Um, Not making a decision is is often a decision. And so we think there is a happy medium uh, somewhere in the middle between people who jump in with both feet without looking at how deep the water is and the people who never even dip a toe into the water.
1: I can share that reading your book, I was thinking about the huge paralyzing decisions in my life have mostly been around real estate, moving, where to live, whether to buy, whether to sell, and basically, especially if there's a large amount of money involved, I just freeze up and I just do not know what to do. I've stumbled through those either by myself or with the help of my partner, but God, I could have used a book like this to kind of give me some sort of system to help think this through.
2: We actually did a workshop, um, I think it was at one of the Stanford reunions, and someone came up to us saying, thank you so much, I just saw this house that my family is interested in, and I'm on this, you know, reunion weekend, but I'm also trying to make this decision about whether, you know, to buy this house. And working this through, taking it through the framework, has given me so much more confidence that we're making the right decision. And so I think you're right that certainly when there are a lot of dollar signs attached to a decision, the stakes feel very high and having um, a structured process to walk through to make you feel that you are uh, approaching it deliberately with the right level of analysis, but not too much uh, can help many people. And we we heard that feedback and it's very similar. And you're not alone in in feeling very paralyzed by those choices.
1: Good to know I'm not alone because- Those can be lonely moments when you're signing something life-altering. So when you're staring down the barrel of a ginormous life decision, whether you're deciding on a house or deciding whether to propose, what you need is a system. You need a method for clarifying what it is you want and knowing when to pull the trigger. And that's just what Myra and Abby are going to share with us tomorrow. Their five-part system for making big life decisions. You won't want to miss it. But if you can't wait, you can find their technique right now on our Next Big Idea app. And subscribe to our newsletter on LinkedIn. We'd love to hear your stories of how you made your own tough calls. I'm Michael Kavnet. See you soon.